Conversational banking normally has connotations of verbal interactions, clearly a, a conversation in a sort of traditional human sense. And in more recent years, the idea of augmenting the human experience with sort of semi-intelligent agents has added to the kinds of conversation that you can engage with as, you know, as far as um, dealing with a a business is concerned. We are deliberately stretching and potentially misusing that word to talk about how we can bring to bear new artificially intelligent kinds of applications that look at the behaviour of traders or portfolio managers, users of any kind, and look at what those users are doing with other applications in order to be able to infer some kind of context or some kind of intent that the user may have in mind, such that the application can start to surface information that's relevant just ahead of when the end user actually needs it. So it's a combination of artificially intelligent chat bots and data bots, if you like, to, to make the, um, the end users almost superhuman in their ability. You're going to deliver me something I didn't know I needed it just before I need it. Potentially. I, th I think that the scenarios that we've implemented with some of our partners, we can quite easily predict what data might be required. But what we're doing is also providing some adjacent data as well to sort of round out the, the view and, and the ability for a, a human worker to make the best and most accurate and the most insightful decisions. So, yeah, it's a combination of simple prediction and then some very smart prediction going on at the same time. It's not the case that you're actually replacing a human in the actionable process, but you're offering that person more data, more information to inform them to make a better decision. Spot on. What we do as an organisation is focus on processes that we describe as being exploratory. In a sense, if you can automate away the end user, and it's safe to do so from an IT perspective, but also reasonable to do so from a human interaction perspective, then the technology has been there for a number of years. You should go ahead and do that. But in many trading scenarios, many sort of business and banking scenarios, Either you need to keep that human touch because that's what your clients will expect or where the transaction is so critical that you need that exploration around the data and the context in order for you to be confident that it is safe to make the transaction. And so at Glue42, we, we tend to focus on those exploratory processes. So it's never our intention to remove the human being because it, it simply would not make sense in the context of that user process. Let's move on from the concept of conversational banking to composable enterprise, which I have to be honest, I initially read as compostable enterprise, but <laughs> that's probably not the same thing at all. So what do we mean by composable enterprise? Well, it's, it's funny you said that because uh, um, other people have said the same thing. So a composable enterprise is a phrase that I believe was invented by Gartner, the analyst, global analyst firm, probably about a year or possibly 18 months ago. And composable enterprise 
it is, is not a technology. It, it's not a vendor-specific thing. It, it's, a, it's a concept and it's an approach of how enterprises can become a great deal more flexible than they have been historically. And, and one of the interesting things, uh, and I don't think even the mighty Gartner predicted this, is that uh, the arrival of the pandemic has forced organisations to accelerate their thinking around composable enterprises. So in short, a composable enterprise is an organisation that can build and support new business processes and user journeys very simply, very quickly from the assets that they already have. So, so for example, if a, if a large enterprise has one monolithic application, changing it to behave and do things differently is a major IT program in itself. Now, consider the other end of the spectrum where every discrete task within one of those monolithic applications is like an application in its own right, but it's an application that understands how to communicate with other little applications. And so therefore you can start to roll your own user processes and business processes by having these smaller components at hand that you can compose and then recompose at will. And the composable enterprise, in fact, I was, I was looking at Google Analytics just earlier on today, that the frequency of searching for um, composable enterprise is going through the roof at the moment. Can we stitch these two ideas together, the conversational banking and the, the composable enterprise, to, to come up with a synthesis of what an institution would look like and how it would behave, particularly, and you mentioned it, in light of the circumstances we find ourselves in now with COVID-19? Yes, and they, they, they go sort of hand in hand, really. So the, the interesting thing about what we're doing with conversational banking is that the, the, the vendor products that we're bringing into the desktop are most easily assimilated when those vendor products are delivered in these smaller components, Let's take an example of where an application vendor is of the opinion that their application is so important that all anyone does every day is use their application and no other. And a consequence of that design assumption would be that it sits on your desktop and occupies the entire screen real estate. That may have been okay in decades gone by for, for the mega software vendors, but we're in a very, very different marketplace, in, even in the last couple of years. And so the kinds of things that we are being asked to do is to assimilate almost individual tasks and not huge applications. And so what we're doing with this conversational banking idea is bringing in these advanced bots that can sniff out relevant data where the UI of these things is designed to fit alongside other applications on the desktop because the, the bot by itself is no good. You need transactional systems wrapped around it. And so therefore, thank goodness, we, we've got to the point now where application vendors are realizing they don't own the desktop. In fact, arguably they never did, but now they're building components, these smaller components in a way that are designed for composition. And that, I think, is a really important inflection point on the desktop concept that we've been used to for decades now. How does this evolve over the next couple of years? When do we see this implemented? 
Uh, well, it's, it's implemented and live in, in many, many organisations right now. The interesting thing, though, is that composability almost by definition requires standards. So you know, if application vendor A said, right, I've got 20 components that you can reuse, but you have to lock yourself into the way that I've defined those, and application B does the same thing, but in a different way, then composition becomes very tricky. Now, Blue42 as an integration vendor, we can resolve those issues. That's part of what we do. But wouldn't it be better if every software vendor said, right, we are going to expose our business capabilities in a standard way where they could be discovered at runtime and invoked without any prior knowledge of these components actually existing. Wouldn't that be awesome? And thank goodness, financial services as a a vertical industry is actually leading the way here. So there is a a consortium called FDC3, uh, which is now part of the Linux Foundation. And they are defining a set of interfaces and standards that allow software vendors to expose these little application components and have them discovered, have them interrogated and introspected at runtime. And again, it's, it's all of these things coming together at the same time, Robin. The, the combination of these applications and standards and some horrible market forces is accelerating everyone's opinion of how the desktop should evolve. And it's a, it's a genuinely exciting time at the moment. Well, as you say, it's been accelerated. It will continue to be accelerated, I think, for the next year to 18 months at least until we reach some kind of equilibrium is perhaps not the right word, but some kind of equilibrium in terms of how people are doing business and how people are getting used to, and I hate to use this phrase as well, the new normal. We think, depending on the industry that you look at, I think the the current set of standards and and the general market conditions have easily accelerated 18 months ahead of where they would have been otherwise. And that really does open up a whole load of new possibilities for enterprises buy side, sell side um, globally. If these components that you can compose and then recompose have the ability to record their usage, then over time, perhaps through the course of a day, or over the course of a week, month, or even year, if you look at the usage of these components, you can understand some very interesting behaviours, both from a a user behaviour perspective, but also a business process perspective. So if you see that a collection of components are being heavily used while others are not, then if you're the IT guy or girl, then you can start to consider how you might rationalise your application Uh, landscape, you might decide to remove the lesser used components and stop servicing those and maintaining those over time. In other situations, if you look at how these components are being used and you spot repeated patterns of behaviour like component A followed by component Z followed by component M are always taking place within the same kind of scenarios, then what you might decide to do is potentially improve the integration between those components because you know they're always used in that particular order and ultimately these components will help drive further desktop optimization just simply because of the way they work and the the granularity of these components 
And so that's something you, you would find very difficult to do in a traditional sort of siloed or monolithic application landscape. So not only have we accelerated this move towards the um, composable enterprise, but actually it will itself accelerate its own usage by virtue of the, the intelligence and the analytics you can derive from these components.